Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine. And we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after <laughs> forever and ever. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Welcome to the New Truth Podcast in the year 2021. <laughs> um, we're a few weeks into the new year and we are launching into episode 55. That's a magical angel number, 55. And today we're going to dive into the topic of are you ready or not for love? This is a conversation that a lot of single women are having either on the side of, oh, I'm not ready yet for a relationship, for love, not ready, going to do my own thing, or I'm ready and I'm doing everything and where is he? Um, Charlotte from Sex and the City's favorite saying, where is he? And so we're going to dive into it today and excited to, yeah, hit this topic with you. I'll let you start. I can't think of this ready or not. Here we come without. I know. (laughs) Kids game. Hide and and seek. Ready or not. Here I come. I think of the Fugees. Ready or not. Here I come. (laughs) You can't hide. (laughs) Oh, that's a good song. I forgot about that song. Yeah, this we knew the new year, right? There's this magical energy and we are so happy to be with you. And yes, this is the conversation. Either I'm not ready or I'm freaking ready. And where is he? So let's dissect this and per usual and good new truth energy. I feel like we have to begin with all the myths around readiness, Mm -hmm. you know, and I keep thinking about how in general, if we waited until we were ready for anything, we'd be waiting forever, right? Like there is no perfection. If you are new to us or you've been following us for a while, at the end of the day, we're breaking the fairy tale and the fantasy of the old paradigm of love, but also there's a seeking of perfection going on right now. Like perfect readiness or worse, the myth of you have to love yourself perfectly before you're ready for someone else is insane. And inherent, if you haven't already listened to the episode with Sarah Wilson, I feel like that dove into all of this BS around perfectionism. But we first want to give you permission. There's no perfect readiness. And if you're someone saying like, oh, I'm not ready yet, just check in if you have this idea of perfection as if if I've just done enough personal development work and inner work on myself, then I'll be ready for a relationship. And everybody wants a perfectly cooked partner right now too. Like I want a person who's done a ton of work on themselves and who's already cleared all of their wounds and healing. So inherent in the, are you ready or not is first checking in if perfectionism is lurking on any part of you right now. If you're walking around saying, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. Maybe you've been looking for a perfect partner. 
Or if you're saying I'm not ready, do you have some kind of illusion on I'll be when I'm perfectly ready, then I'll take the risk of putting myself out there for love. I don't even think I ever said this. Like I never was like, oh, I'm ready for my partner. I did wake up and say, I have an intention to meet the right person for me, but it wasn't even from ready. I didn't have that attitude because I don't even get it. I don't, I don't even get it. And usually in my experience, the people who are walking around saying I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. It's just from this desperation of like getting a prize of what they want but they have no skills or no consciousness around what's actually asked of them in a romantic relationship. So yeah, I think it's like, it's like, I think it's rooted in fear. It's because it's rooted in fear, right? Ready or not. It's, it's coming from the mind. It's coming from the ego or the saboteur deciding what, what we're ready for, what we're not ready for. And it right away, it just makes me think of all the women who I work with where when we've, before we start working together or when we're out having those exploration calls, the first call or two, there's a, there's a fantasy. One of the saboteur protective mechanisms is, oh, I'll work on myself in the future. Like, oh yeah, Kate, I'll do your program, but next year, oh, I'll do it in six months. But the reality is that never actually happens because it's a trap of the ego to think, oh, I am working on myself by saying I'm going to do it in the future rather than actually we're here right now having this conversation because you're ready. And so I kind of think it's the same with love where the universe is aligning everything for you to meet the person when you meet them. And then, you know, you are ready when you meet a person who's aligned with you, whether or not you're brand new to your personal development path, whether or not you own a house yet, or you have your career, you know, grounded or whatever thing you're holding on to, to think you have to have in place before you meet someone. It's not our job to find love. Like that's the universe's job, right? And when the universe aligns you to the right person, it's time. And when there's the right person isn't in front of you, it's not time. Like it's not our job to choose when we get to have a relationship. All we get to do is navigate how we're showing up, how we're showing up and dating. Is my heart open? This is the greatest question and, and thing that you can learn about yourself. Am I in my head right now or am I in my heart? Is my heart open? Am I open to everything that the universe has in store for me. Most of us aren't right. Most of us are walking around blocking all the magic. That's just like the universe is just sending our way. And we're like, Nope, I'm going to block that money. going to block that love. going to block that um, block that amazing friendship because of all these protective mechanisms. So the question isn't, am I ready or not? The question is, am I guarded or am I open? Right. Like if you're if you're saying you're not ready, probably you've got walls around your heart. If you're saying you're ready and you're just wanting it right now, probably you're in fantasy. Right. You're disconnected from right here, right now, because we don't get to control the external. We just get to control how we show up. So that's what I think. Oh my God. So good. So good. And I'm so glad you just brought that up about clients, because I hear that, too. Like, I don't know if I'm ready for this work. Right. But there they are on the phone (laughs) having taken the step. And it absolutely is a game that our ego mind plays. And the, the truth is most people are doing life and love from their mind and from their fear and from their ego, which is all a protection from vulnerability. 
Mm-hmm. Right. And readiness is even a word around protection from vulnerability. Right. So I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. And I'm demanding someone to just magically appear versus any reflection around what's actually going on for me right now. Do I know what it takes to have an adult relationship because I'm asking for another human being to be involved in my life. I'm not asking for a puppy that's just there to love me, right? Another human being with needs and dreams and desires and insecurities and their own saboteur and ego, or I'm not, I'm not ready yet is hundred percent about perfection. Mm -hmm. It's about you thinking that there's some magical place that you'll arrive in and then your relationship will be magical and you won't struggle at all and you won't have any conflict and there won't be any (laughs) doubts, right? Which doesn't exist. Yeah. And I realized the Course in Miracles actually says you're willing or you're resisting. Mm-hmm. It doesn't use the word readiness ever. It's in, in exactly what you just offered about, am, is my heart open or closed, right? Am I willing, which isn't about I'm 100% willing, right? Or am I resisting? Because life, we, we've said it over and over, life is happening in service to the evolution of your soul, period. And you either choose, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast if you didn't care about growing and learning about yourself, but every day you have to choose like, what am I learning? What's in front of me? And what's the invitation for me to look at? Because the invitation, if you are attracting the same type of person over and over and over again, that's an invitation for you to look at what's happening inside of you that that keeps being the case. And If you're saying you want a partner, but you're not putting yourself out there in any way, shape or form, and you're acting like he's the universe is just going to deliver someone on your doorstep. I'm sorry. That's not how it works, (laughs) right? That's not how it works. You have to choose to be fully engaged in your life and actually, yes, acting in alignment with who you are and acting in such a way that honors who you are, that that's the magnetism for the kind of love that you desire. And, and you and I both know most of the women we work with are women that either are totally shut down and doing everything themselves or desperately saying, you know, I just want somebody to love me, but not behaving in any way at all on respect and honor for themselves. Mm-hmm. So that's the willingness. And I wish this wasn't the case, but in my experience, and this was my life experience, I got in the door around wanting to work on myself because I was unwilling to keep living the way that I was living. And that's the invitation. That's life all the time. Who do you want to be? What do you want to create? Because it's up to you. No one's coming to save you. Your partner's not going to be dropped off on your door. And, you know, let's just talk for a second. It's actually not freaking hard to get engaged and find a partner. It's not, you can, any, anyone can just get a commitment and hook somebody on an online dating site. And I watched last year, people get engaged and get married to people who are telling me behind the scenes, right? These are not my clients, by the way, Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) clients will not be talking like this, but like, I know that they're not happy. I know that they're struggling. I know that they're not, you know, shining from the rooftops, like so thrilled, but then that's who women are judging themselves against like a ring on Christmas day when that person's not happy. Yeah. So you're listening to the podcast because you're saying, I don't want the status quo anymore. I refuse to settle. You are here because you're saying no to the old paradigm, which is not about saying no to love. It's saying no to the games and saying no to settling and saying no to perfection and saying no to a life that's about image and not about how you actually feel. 
Mm-hmm. So willing so or resisting. <laughs> yes. And, and you were saying protection, uh, it's protection against vulnerability and it's also protection against feeling good. It's protection against feeling good because when we are, you know, if you're like, okay, I'm ready for love. Where is he? Well, now you're in discord. You're creating constant discord within yourself because you're thinking, oh, I don't have this thing. I mean, gosh, we were talking about Abraham Hicks this morning and Abraham Hicks, if you don't know them, her, it's a, it's a collective law of attraction teachings. And she talks about how like when you're when you're thinking like, yes, you want to hold your desires, but you also don't want to be too attached to them because when you're so attached to your desires, it creates this discord rather than imagining you have the thing already and living your life from that place and living your life feeling filled with love, which is why, I mean, so many of our teachings allow you to do that because when you realize that what you feel with someone else is not them, but it's you. Right. Well, now you you can take responsibility for all those beautiful feelings and you can cultivate them in many ways instead of just in this romantic relationship. So if you're thinking, oh, I'm not ready. OK, your heart's going to be shut down and now you're in discord with yourself and you're pushing away something that potentially could be really serving to you right now if, if actually it is the right time for you to learn through deepening in relationship or if you're in fantasy about the relationship and about being ready and about wanting this person right now and feeling this urgency and this pain around not having them, well, that now you're creating this feeling of discord inside of your life every day. Um, just this morning, I was driving um, with Jeff in uh, to my bar class and it was pouring rain and I was trying to trick myself because it's been raining. It's Vancouver. It's like Seattle and London. It rains every day at this time of year, just so gloomy. And I was like, I love the rain. <laughs> I just started to, okay, how can I embrace the rain? Cause if the story in my mind is, oh fuck, it's raining again. Well, now I'm going to have a really shitty day and I'm going to feel really shitty. And it actually worked. I was just talking about out loud. Oh, I love this rain. It's so nourishing. The snow is falling on the mountains. It's, um, you know, cleansing and it's cozy. And this like gloomy rainy day is so, you know, even though it's been gloomy and rainy every day forever, it feels like. And and my partner, Jeff was like, I love the rain too. <laughs> and he's like, and I, I was like, oh, wait, I wasn't being serious, but I was like, you know, I, but I was in that moment, but it's not how my, my relationship with rain in the past. So whatever you're focusing on, that is how you feel internally. If you're just focusing on, I'm ready for love. Where is he? Why don't I have this thing? You're going to feel shitty. And like, what's wrong with me? Is there something wrong with me? Everyone around me is getting engaged or everyone around me has husbands or partners or whatever. There's something wrong with me. If that's the story you're feeding, Good luck to your day. <laughs> You're going to keep feeling shitty versus, you know, just embracing where you are and learning how to cultivate whatever those feelings are that you're desiring to experience in relationship within yourself and in your life. Let me tell you, that will make for a much healthier relationship when you are not, and I'm sure we've said this in many ways before, but when you are not looking to the person to feel something in you and you're cultivating it yourself through your sisterhood, through your purpose, through your, you know, movement, through your play, through your, all the different things you do in your life, when you're cultivating those feelings in yourself you are so much more magnetic to love you're so much sexier and a relationship's going to last a lot longer when you know you're responsible for how you feel 
Exactly. Oh my God. So good. Yeah. The ready, so I forgot. I can't even believe it. I about I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready is essentially saying I'm waiting for someone else to turn me on. Yes. I'm yeah. waiting for somebody else to make me happy. Yes. Because I, I didn't even say I'm ready. It was yeah. this, I'm in alignment with my desire. This is my intention. Yeah. I'm going to do my part in having that happen because it isn't, again, the universe is going to drop somebody on your doorstep and you can have the intention, but alignment with that looks like you deciding that healing is important. You deciding that your happiness is important, not before somebody else comes or not only when somebody else comes along. And I keep thinking about how many people say like, I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. I don't have time. So you're going to throw that statement out and say, it must not be important to me Mm -hmm. because you make time for what matters to you. You decide your power is in your decision. And most people are in the invulnerability and hiding out because it's so much easier to say, I don't have time. So much easier to say, I'm not ready. What? I always just want to interject with, if you don't have time, check how many hours you're spending on your phone. Cause you could, yeah. you could put that in a drawer and you'd have a lot more time. <laughs> We're all spending our time either consciously with intention or unconsciously and waiting for someone else to wake us up. And I, I wrote today, actually, it was, so I love this. What you were doing this morning is loving the rain. And what I was doing this morning is thinking about how every Disney movie was about the reflection of having the man wake the other person up. Like Mm -hmm. never did we see a woman being happy. No princess was kicking ass and happy. She was either asleep in a glass box, hiding in a, you know, trapped in a tower (laughs) or Jasmine, who's, you know, father's the one deciding for her, her, who's gonna, you know, be good enough for her. And so, right. There's the programming yeah. And then this whole message of it's someone else's job to turn me on or make me come alive because the whole world would flip upside down if women were alive first and we loved ourselves so much that we were living our lives in alignment with who we are. There's so many things on this planet we would not tolerate. Things that would not exist if women were alive and in their power and were oh. unafraid to set the bar super high around the way we do life and the policies we have in place and the way women are treated, the way children are treated. That just wouldn't be tolerable if we were all in our aliveness and awake. And so it's yes. a perfect setup, right? A perfect game, a perfect perfect programming. And so this episode is really the invitation to just stop even using the word ready, right? Because you know what? I, I, I threw up, did I tell you this ever? I threw up, I mailed a check to my coach. First of all, this is how long ago it was. You couldn't do credit cards on the phone. <laughs> I had to mail a check. I puked when I mailed that check for the first time. I had never invested in myself. I had never done anything like that before. The resistance was so massive but I had like 5% willingness that this was something I wanted and I had to make that decision, Yeah, you know? And yes, for some people, it is the like hundred percent willingness. I'm a full body. Yes. But there's a big problem with this full body. Yes or no thing, because it also perpetuates this idea of perfect readiness or not, right? Life is happening in service to you. And if you learn to pay attention to what's in front of you, how, what's in front of you, what are the patterns playing out? Am I telling myself that I don't want love 
but actually I fall asleep at night, really wishing somebody was next to me. And I really wish I had somebody to share my life with, but I'm walking around telling everybody that I'm not ready and it's not something that I want. And I'm not living in alignment with my desire, right? You don't have to pretend to not desire it, but you do have to learn that it's not about someone coming along to, to save you. And it's not about somebody else breaking down the walls of your heart. It's not somebody else's job to climb up the tower and slay all the dragons of all your own inner blocks, right? Both of us have a million programs, a million offerings designed for you to fall in love with yourself, to open up to the truth of who you are, to be unapologetic and unashamed about what you desire in your life. That's the big, I mean, I think for me, it's the, you we have now have a culture of women being penalized for either side. It's either like, oh, you're too desperate and you shouldn't want love. Or if you do want love, you know, that's a problem. Like you can't win like either yeah. way. And so the, you get to celebrate and have the desire for love, but it's about being aligned with who you are first. That's yeah. I, I, everything changes when you live your life in alignment with who you actually are and learn all the games that your mind plays. And one of them being ready or not. your mind plays to keep you stuck and keep you comfortable, right? Keep you in, you know, your old, old patterns. And when you're growing, like here's the reality, whether it's like we were talking about the, the comparison of investing in working on yourself, working with a coach, working in, you know, going to a retreat, doing something for yourself and saying yes to a relationship. They're so similar. So here's the thing, when you're growing, fear will always be there. So you'll never have a hell body, whole body. Yes. You might in moments with a person with the perfect coach or, or the perfect guy, the perfectly aligned partner for you, you might have moments of feeling that full body. Yes. And then fear will kick in your, your saboteur ego mind is designed to protect you. It's designed to keep you small. It's designed to keep you from being that wildly expressed, bright, light, vulnerable, real, emotional, like beautiful mess you were when you were a kid. Like your ego mind is designed to keep you from being that, to keep you from being in your heart, to keep you from trusting, to keep you from being wildly expressed in the world. It's designed to protect you from that because when you were a little kid, it wasn't safe to stay in your most expressed essence, right? All of us got shut down. All of us got told no. All of us got told that's inappropriate. Be quiet, settle down, right? So of course, when you're growing and when you're getting in touch with these parts of yourself and you're, and you're expanding your heart on these dates with someone who feels really aligned or you're deepening into who you are when you're working with a coach, like you're going to feel fear. That's absolutely a part of the journey. So on, on a first date or on a 10th date or on a, if you didn't feel fear, I would be concerned because that's how we grow. So the fear is supposed to be there. And so is the, that feeling inside where something inside is just like, Hmm, okay, this just is a yes. And the reality is the ego saboteur mind always it's designed to keep us from being where we are. It's designed from, to keep us from right here, right now, from actually experiencing life. Right. Right. We are always in the future. When I have the relationship, then I'll feel good. Then I'll be happy. Then I'll feel like I matter, like I fit in. Then I'll feel important. Then I'll be whatever. Then I'll have succeeded. And I can't tell you how many women I've worked with. The majority of my clients 
have been married, are no longer married. They most of them have kids and they all had this fantasy idea of what life was supposed to be, just like um, Elizabeth Gilbert in the Eat, Pray, Love movie that was played by Julia Roberts. This perpetual story of when I have the thing, then I'll feel amazing. The next thing, the next thing, the next thing. And little Julia Roberts, uh, a.k.a. Elizabeth Gilbert, builds this amazing life lives in New York city, doing her dream job, married to a doting, adoring husband who's, you know, good looking and, and sweet and all of these things has a great friend group. She has this perfect on paper life living in one of the best cities in the world in uh, Brownstone in New York. And just like has this epic life and wakes up one day and was, is like, I don't want any of it. This isn't the thing because she was, she was trapped in that ego game of when I have that thing, then I'll feel better. And it's a game. I've been on this personal development path for 15 years, dissecting my heart and soul and every aspect of my life and, and 15 years. And I will tell you nothing outside of yourself will ever satiate you long-term. That relationship, when you get it, you'll feel like, oh my gosh, I finally have a boyfriend. I finally have a partner who loves me and adores me. And then your mind will be like, oh, but you don't have the, you don't live together. He hasn't said, I love you yet. Oh, he hasn't proposed yet. And your mind will always keep you in the future and pull you away from right now. Your saboteur mind is actually robbing you from living. It's robbing you from experiencing yourself and all the beauty and magnitude of who you are and what, and, and experiencing the beauty of life. It's we're missing it. So nothing outside of you, like the only thing that matters is, is my heart open? Am I present in this moment? I'm actually receiving this. If I'm unable to be present and receive this moment right now, maybe I need to work with someone. Maybe I need to hire Catherine or Kate, or maybe I need to do some deeper digging because it, otherwise you're going to, you know, 10 years from now, 50 years from now, hundred years from now, what, what are you going to hundred years? We're all, I mean, who knows? Maybe we will live to 139 that will look back and think, okay, what was it all for? You know, was that, was that worth it? I protected myself. I stayed small. I stopped myself from experiencing love. Like the, the old paradigm tells us to be afraid of love because we might get hurt. The new paradigm says you go deeper into it and not every relationship is meant to be a lifelong one, period. You'll go deeper into this experience. And if it's a yes in your body and there's something that's drawing you to this experience, you go into it, even if it's just for six months, even if it's for six weeks or six years, every relationship counts. Every relationship matters. The glorification of the one relationship is the thing that robs us from actually just allowing ourselves to have fucking experiences. That's why we're here. We're here on planet earth to have many, 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 many beautiful, painful Everything in between experiences, that's the part of the human experience. We're here to experience life, but most of us are missing it because we're also hooked into some fantasy story of what our life is supposed to look like instead of being where we are. Okay. That's said a lot of things. Mic drop. <laughs> Mic drop. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It just, the main thing is again, if you're in your head, everything around you is stopped right? Yeah. Like you can't, you, we are meant experience happens through sensation, yeah. right? Presence happens through sensation. I can't feel anything I'm actually feeling if I'm in my head. And, you know, I, the last thing I want to say about this ready or not is there's this whole other thing. So if it's, if I don't have to love myself perfectly, 
before I can be available to experience love with someone else. There can be this attitude of like an abdication of any responsibility for the skills mm. of love. Mm. And so yes. if we take away ready or not, because that's not the question, and you actually just drop in with what do I deeply desire? Because maybe the answer is I deeply desire to not be in partnership. Maybe I deeply desire to put my intention elsewhere. But if you deeply desire a relationship, it's then, well, what's needed and what's being asked of me right now to be open to that. Yeah. Not about ready, right? But I, when I think of how I never asked ready, I'm in an on again, off again, unbelievably toxic dynamic. It wasn't, oh, I just have to break up with my ex and then now go date someone else. I hired a relationship coach and I said, yeah. something's happening inside of me. And in order for me to not make this decision again, because how many of you are listening and you've been dating the same person over and over again for 30 years, yeah. you just had a different face, right? And how many of you, maybe you're going through the motions on dating, but nobody's ever good enough. And you're not giving yourself a chance to experience any of the people you're meeting, right? So again, I love what you said. My, that was my favorite thing of like nothing outside. And this is the truth. Nothing outside of you will give you the glorious experience of who you are, right? Until you have a connection with, I call it the, your well of self, like you're the soul of who you are. If you're looking for that outside of yourself, you're going to be looking forever. Yeah. But there is this aspect of, okay, what do I desire? And am I living my life in alignment with that desire? right? Or am I pretending I don't want love when actually I do? Or am I saying I want love, but I'm not doing any self-reflection or self-awareness on that. And I'm just telling myself, according to the old paradigm, all I have to do is find the right one. And then we'll just live happily ever after. And I'll have no skills on how to actually deal with things. I mean, I'm sure, gosh, it's like the end of the holidays. Even if you saw it on zoom, we all know what it's like to be around a couple that like, you can't even believe they're still together. We all know what it's like to be around a couple where you can't even believe how they talk to each other. Mm -hmm. We all know what that's like. And you get to decide that that's not what you want to be true. And if you're in relationship right now, telling yourself that your relationship will be different if only your partner was different, I have bad news for you. <laughs> Change starts with you. Yeah. And you have to decide and you get to decide right now. I, I, I've been thinking about how much I love the energy of the new year. And sure, there can be lots of fantasy around this, but it is a reminder of how you have a decision at any moment in time to begin again. If this is the energy. You can decide right now that this year will be different, but that's the only way it gets to be different is when you decide. And you show up. And it's the, it's, it, the, it, the, the gift of the new year is the brain needs endings and beginnings. So it's a new beginning, our, our mind, even though it's not really, it's like the world, it's a made up construct, but it gives our brain, okay, this year's ended. Now this is a new beginning. Now I can choose to show up differently and you have to show up. And I love what you just said. I was just thinking of, the like how you have to take it on. I was just thinking of a perfect example. So even in the conscious relationship world, we talked earlier about this when we were just chatting off, off ranting, line, off, <laughs> off recording when we were going on a rant before we started recording about how conscious relationships have just become the new fairy tale. So I thought of a perfect example where you're describing like what you, you think it's going to be the guy that's going to bring you this thing. So perfect example is I always hear women who, who are in the conscious space saying like, I just want to be fucked open to God. I just want a man who's like, can absolutely like crack open my sexuality and have me like sexually wildly expressed, blah, 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 da, 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 da. Okay. 
So if you're single and that's what you're desiring, how can you take radical ownership of that desire? Well, go start taking tantra courses, go study oming. Like that's what Mama Gina did before she wrote the pussy book. I mean, before she even started her work, she studied tantra because she wanted to learn about a woman's pleasure and how to have, how to have extra heightened ecstatic sexual experiences. If that's what you're desiring in a partner, but there's parts of you that are repressed, it ain't going to be the partner that's going to crack you open. You got to crack yourself open first, and then you'll be aligned, a perfect magnet to align someone who can play in that arena with you. So there's an example of it. So whatever you're deeply desiring, whatever is on that checklist of the perfect guy, are you embodying it? How are you right. cultivating those feelings within yourself? Right. And throw away ready or not right? This is your pep talk and you're just not even allowed to say that of either I'm ready for love or I'm not ready. It's what do I really desire? And take out a piece of paper and give yourself permission because that's the magic. Do I, if I care about growth, does my life reflect that? Right? If I say I want love, does my life reflect that? Right. If I say I want more magic and creativity, what am I doing every single day and how am I being to live into that desire? Because that is the case, right? Actually, there is absolutely nothing wrong with you. And even the patterns that have brought you to the unavailable people or the toxic crap is not your fault. It's not even a personality defect, right? You're, when you grow and learn about yourself, you're not trying to fix yourself because you're not broken, but conscious living is even it's like bigger than conscious relationship to be conscious is about choice yeah. right and if you don't know yourself if you're not paying attention which is the big, biggest gift we can give ourselves is learn how to observe and i was even thinking i mean i kept telling myself that it was about willpower i really struggled with movement in 2020 and and being in lockdown like i used to go out and go to yoga classes working out at home just did not come easily for me And I just ended up reaching out to a friend and said, hey, do you want to work out with me every morning? Oh my God, yeah, I could really use the accountability too. And then now we're working out five days a week, 7.30 a.m. And I was not getting up until like nine every day before her. And so I think we have this whole thing of like, oh, I should be able to do it on my own, Mm -hmm. right? I I should be able to fix my relationship patterns. All I have to do is read a book. You know, Mm -hmm. my friends, if all it took was reading a book, we'd have a very different world (laughs) because there's about (laughs) 5 billion books written about relationships. And so the biggest vulnerability, and this for me is the gift of coaching. This is the gift of being in group programs. This is the gift of making any investment in yourself is you're in the presence of relationship, right? Our clients have a relationship with us. My clients are acting out all the relationship shit with me, right? In a group, you're in the presence of other women, holding you accountable, reflecting, you know, who you are, supporting you in your desires, because there's no man bashing in our communities. There's no negativity. There's no blame in any either community that Kate and I create, let alone the New Truth Movement group. And so we are so excited. This feels like this was the best episode just to have in the new year like this, so that you can throw away this question And really at any moment in time, like, what is my truth? This is the new truth, right? What (laughs) is my truth? What do I deeply desire? And am I living in alignment with that? Or am I lying to myself? Am I playing games with myself? Or is fear 
running the show. And I love what you said about how fear is always going to be there. And that actually is the conscious living. It's like fear may follow me, but it doesn't have to lead me. Right. It's, yeah, it's not in charge, backseat, not in charge, but it doesn't yeah. go away. Yeah. Perfectionism doesn't exist. No. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah. I just want to speak to, I have my saboteur mini course that you can do. It's always available to you. It's in my Instagram, um, whatever that's called the link tree bio thing um, where you can understand your saboteur, like understand your patterns, know yourself, know where your fear shows up and know how your fear tries to hold you back. And then don't let it lead your life. Get to know that part of yourself intimately. So it's not running the show anymore. You get to lead your life. You get to choose, you get to run your life. But for most of us, until you wake up and you start to walk the path of conscious living and learning and self-awareness and learning how to understand all these parts of yourself and knowing yourself intimately, your patterns are leading your life. And that's why we get trapped in this. Should I stay or should I go? Am I ready or am I not? Like these are all mind, right? You're going to get nowhere from your mind. The only thing that matters is, is my heart open or is it closed? And if it's closed, it's because I have a protective mechanism in place. Our hearts don't need to be closed. They close because we learned how to protect ourselves when we were kids you no longer need that protection that she's always going to be there. That part of you will always be there for trying to protect you and you, but when you know yourself so intimately and you do the deeper work on yourself, you no longer have to let her lead and she can take a back seat and you can start driving the car of your own life and living a life with your heart open. Cause let me tell you sisters, your heart, your life so will feel better. way better when your heart <laughs> is open when you are open to all the things, to love when it comes, when it's time, to to your purpose when it gets revealed, to your, um, you know, to your sacred sisterhood, whatever. Like you are a magnet to everything when your heart is open. So let your life journey and practice be about ke- practicing keeping your heart open and knowing when it's closed and knowing what to do to get back into opening it when it's closed. And that's, that's why deeper support is so essential. So. And self-awareness is the ground that you stand on for any, any consciousness, any growth relationships are really freaking hard without self-awareness. Life is really freaking hard. And at the root of codependency is outside in living, like looking to someone else to validate me, approve of me, tell me what to do. You regain all of yourself back when you do the healing work and choose to invest in yourself. You are absolutely worth it. There's no perfect readiness, right? If you're here listening to this podcast, there's a stirring in your soul. You want something more for yourself. Like you want to break free from the status quo, break free from the old paradigm. And we are so excited to start this new year with you. We have so many amazing episodes coming and so many amazing offerings for you this year to support you in loving yourself, falling in love with your life and living with your heart open. So if you are not already following us on Instagram, both Kate and I play a lot on Instagram, check us out over there. And then on Facebook, the new truth movement, Facebook group, amazing community of women, amazing for you to see that there are other women getting on board with this mission and this podcast all over the world. And we can't wait for you to all to start chatting with each other and meeting each other and sharing your stories and having the support in that group. So join us over there. And as always, if you loved this episode and you know a girlfriend or two or 10 that need to hear this message, share it with her. I think the most amazing, I have two clients right now, one, a friend, she referred her friend. So she finished her work with me and now her friends in the container and they're having like buddy calls. 
each week and supporting each other in the week. And it's just, that's what the group is for. The new, th- new truth movement group is there for you to know that there are people just like you that are breaking free from these old stories yes. and breaking free from the old paradigm and want to celebrate you and see you. And most of all, shout from the rooftops about what you desire and the kind of world you want to create. So we love you and we'll love see you, you next week. Bye.